0: Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com are locked on wild your minnesota wild every day here on the locked on podcast network it is your host joe Booley of 10 kringscom and with me is, from also 10 kringscom is tony abbott tony how you doing today i'm doing pretty good i'm probably feeling a lot
1: better today than uh than seth jones is feeling today did you uh did you watch <laughs> last night's game
0: i uh i didn't really realize what was going on the wife and i went out for a nice walk about a mile and a mile and a quarter or so. And finally, when I got back, I realized that holy crap, history is taking place. <laughs>
1: there, uh, there was a five overtime game in the NHL last night, a five overtime game. Not, I did not five periods, five periods five. plus another game. <laughs>
0: I, <laughs> I did end up catching the fifth overtime period when Braden Point scored and actually won the game. But, uh, you know that game definitely had Apple Valley and Duluth East blushing for sure.
1: How many uh, how many overtimes did that one go to?
0: Oh, I had to. I think it was over three for sure. Um, I got to double check it.
1: Okay, well, I mean, we but don't know, have the. I know it went
0: into. I know it went into the in the super late early early morning hours of uh, of that semifinal night or whatever. So, uh, just absolutely one of the historic overtime games in uh, high school hockey history and we got to witness uh some real history in the NHL with five overtimes. I wonder if Jonas Corposalo is uh is like in an iron long in inside the bubble right now. Oh He's that poor be.
1: guy. Imagine making <laughs> seventy five saves and losing. Or 85, 85 saves.
0: Uh, Can you imagine being the team that has 167 uh, shot attempts in the game and losing, though, if you're Tampa? Like, that would have just been a total (laughs) gut check.
1: Jonas Corposalo had uh, had 19 high-danger shots against, and he saved 17 last (laughs) night.
0: (laughs) I mean, I watched the penalty kill that they had, and there was just there was no leg i mean the power play was sloppy as hell because you gotta imagine that the ice was probably choppy you gotta imagine that there's just no legs left they probably feel like jelly and i mean it was a complete utter like aesthetic disaster but it was all beautiful because of just the sheer chaos of five overtimes
1: seth jones was on the ice last night for an for hour 65 minutes Sixty-five oh five. you know what that does that makes ryan Souter, like prime ryan Souter, look like your grandpa who has to go to bed after the evening news
0: 4 30 is dinner time and six o'clock after the wheel is is uh, <laughs> is bedtime yeah no uh, seth jones man what a beast what a well, physical duties on him, getting a little tired <laughs> Fell asleep during Wapner. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, what a what a crazy game! I wish I would have watched pretty much all of it. But uh, what's what's even crazier is that the NHL was like, "Hey, um, we're not going to fit this game in." So they actually had to reschedule the Bruins and the Hurricanes to today at like I don't know the ass crack of dawn. Well, it you know you know if the
1: Wild game was after that, they'd be like, "Yeah, just run it." It's <laughs> yeah, well, two AM. Who cares? <laughs>
0: They're all at the bar. They're all leaving the bar, anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it definitely would have happened that way. They wouldn't have done that for the wild. No, why would they have? Uh, but uh, t- uh, did the team that you wanted to win win that game?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think Tampa Bay is, uh, I, I, I think they really deserve to uh, to, to make another uh, run And get a Stanley Cup I, I, I do root for historically great teams mm-hmm. to, uh, to do well As long as it's not the expense of like something that I want you know what i'm saying um, right. but like a, a team like tampa bay and like i don't have any ill will towards tampa bay either i think how they uh, got dropped from the playoffs last year as a one seed it was kind of funny but it also kind of sucked and like i don't want to see the exact same thing happen two years in a row and like mm-hmm. um i know that uh, i know that like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of torts love and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i'm um, like you know i can i can understand where that comes from and and be like okay like i know what you're saying i get it but at the same time uh i i don't think he's nearly as good of a coach as uh as his goaltending would have him look so uh, sure seeing seeing a great team like tampa bay see guys like Braden point um steven Stamkos victor hedman uh, Anthony Sorelli, future wild player um, <laughs> seeing those guys go deep that's uh that that's what I want to see. I don't want to see I don't want to see uh uh goaltending uh kind of bail out a team all the way to the conference finals or whatever.
0: Yeah, if the other top marquee NHL markets are going to bow out in the qualifying round, at least we still have Boston and Tampa to take it and uh and run with it here. <laughs>
1: Carolina too, they're good. I think they're losing right now, but they're they're um, good.
0: Really? Okay. Well, the last time I thought I saw the score was two-two, but either way, um, yeah, just uh, just crazy craziness. Um, I wonder how it's going to play out for the rest of the series. If game one and five overtimes is going to just kill, I think really both teams and just the quality of play going into games two, three, and four.
1: Yeah, I mean the nice thing, right, is that there's no uh, there's no back-to-backs in this round. Could you imagine if a uh, if a team had five overtimes in the first night of a back to back? Oh man! In one of those uh, in one of those uh, playoff qualifying games. So uh, at least there's there's nothing like that. There probably will be some uh, some lag, some uh, some hangover in the next game, maybe the next two games. But um, I I don't know. Like Tampa's a good team. I think that they'll uh, I, I think that they'll get together and, and look uh, you know sharp or. Maybe True. not as sharp as the game where they had seven expected goals. <laughs> like, I'm looking at the heat map now for uh, for both of these teams, but uh, Tampa in particular, because they got a lot more red and, and yellow spots on it to indicate heat, and uh, the entire <laughs> offensive zone is covered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's got to be uh, one of those crazy-looking terrain maps or something like that. Where... Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Oh man, um just absolute craziness, a lot of fun. It became a giant story. I I don't know about national media, but certainly like it was a normal story in the normal local local news. It wasn't just like a um a sports story in general. It was about like uh you know Major, not not major. Again, we're talking about hockey here. When the when there's a lot of stuff going on in the world that probably takes precedence, but it did kind of. Uh, it was kind of funny to see a five overtime game take a take a headline from the uh, the regular news in the in the local news. We'll get back to the conversation in just a moment, but first I do want to talk to you about auto parts and RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts for customers online for the last twenty. 20- Years. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet. And Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, they got everything you need in just a few easy clicks and it's always easily delivered to your door. RockAuto.com's catalog is gigantic and remarkably easy to navigate. Search for your make, model, and your year of your vehicle and it's there within a snap. Super easy to use. And the best thing about RockAuto.com is their one-tier pricing. You know that if you go into a chain store that there's a secondary deal going on behind the back door from the local mechanic that's getting the deal and you're getting passed up that markup well at rockauto.com that's not happening rockauto.com is with that simple one tier pricing and they're not passing any markup up to you as the consumer whether you are the professional or you're the do it yourselfer you know that you're not getting screwed out of any extra money and paying more than you should go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and when you're there make sure you type in locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you rockauto.com it's amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com welcome back to locked on a while it's joe and tony guiding the ship here from 10krings.com again uh we encourage you to leave a review and uh, a rating on whatever podcast service you use it does help us in those uh, special algorithms that they like to make to help it make, uh to help you find uh, the podcasts that uh, feed your taste and um uh, we certainly would like to see some more ratings, uh, especially on Apple, because that's usually the one of the bigger ones that uh, seems to be the heavy hitter. So anyways, Tony, uh, the NHL draft lottery happened Monday night. And uh, breaking news, and I'm sure you know this. Okay. Time, the hit Minnesota me. Wild. Don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota Wild did not get the first overall pick
1: yep painfully aware Joe painfully aware it uh, it, uh, it you know like it didn't it didn't hit me that hard in the moment and then like for the rest of the night it's just like God mm. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah so when you called me looking for me to publish your article right yeah I had I was driving all the kids I had the, all the kids in the car on the way to my daughter's lacrosse scrimmage in, in chaska and uh mind you you're over bluetooth speakerphone at this point and when i say hey did uh we get it and you're like f no f no <laughs> just like <laughs> and all the kids are like looking at me laughing because obviously you didn't know that you're on speakerphone but it was kind of hilarious your your reaction and i was just like yeah well well, crap! That that's what happens. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, Joe Joe likes to put me in positions where I'm going to swear in front of kids. Uh, I feel like every time I'm around Joe, I'm swearing in front of kids.
0: You, his
1: kids, other people's
0: kids. Yeah, you um, you don't like to BS BSers, um, and a three year old isn't going to get in the way of uh, of you watching your language.
1: Look, they're they're gonna they're gonna have to learn sometime. They might as well learn from the best.
0: This is how adults speak. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So obviously the Minnesota wild did not get uh, the, uh, the number one overall pick, but they are going to still have number nine. That was something that wasn't going to be ripped from them regardless. So I was asked this question uh, who I would probably pick at number nine. I came up with Anton Lindell uh, in yesterday's show. Is there a frontrunner with the uh, with the um, right to change leading up until the draft when we actually do more breakdowns and get into the nitty gritty here? Is there a player maybe that you're eyeing up right off the bat here at number is nine?
1: They're a frontrunner. Oh man, uh, uh, it, it's hard, right? Because uh, when like uh, I think we talked about it on Monday, once you get past three, like anyone could go kind of anywhere or at least in the top ten, right? You can arrange the top ten however you want right pretty much top 10 top 11 top 12 however you want to define it um so i don't know like kind of whoever drops down like i i don't really have a sense of who's going to drop down who's going to be that option but out out of the out of the four through 10 range um you know i i think i think marco rossi Makes a lot of sense just because uh, he is a center. I, I I don't think a center. I I guess I guess a lot of the discourse I've seen is like, do you need to take a center or not? And I okay. I think that if a center is there that you believe is going to be you know high probability to be number one star potential, mm-hmm. I think you got to do it. Sure, I, okay. I really do. Um, okay. I don't know how many of these uh these players who uh who are listed at center right now do have that potential. Um okay. but um I, I think Rosie's probably a, a safe bet to stick down the middle, even though he is small. Like this is kind of like uh he, he's he's maybe a little sturdier than uh than Mikhail Gramlin is. His his weights listed at 183.
0: Okay. Um,
1: despite his, uh him being shorter at 5'9. Um so, you know, it could be like a Jared Spurgeon thing where it's like, yeah, I mean he's short, but like uh once you get past short, you you wouldn't necessarily call Jared Spurgeon small. He doesn't play small. Right. And, and Rosie's seems to be the same kind of player. Uh he doesn't really play small. Now he's not like a burner and that mm-hmm. might be a problem that he is, you know, shorter and isn't uh isn't exactly a burner, but like mm-hmm. he skates pretty good, I think. Um, just mm-hmm. not as good as you would like somebody who's five nine to be, and he does have a lot of skill, and he has insane production in in, uh, in juniors. So I think that that is a front runner. Um, Lundell is a guy that I am very interested in, in hearing more people's opinion on. Um, I, uh, I I should be talking in the next couple of weeks to somebody who uh, is really high on Lundell, and I really want to get their uh, views on him, but. Mm-hmm kind of anybody who is in that top 10 that is going to fall to Minnesota. Like, I don't really think you can go wrong with that group. Like position wise, I think Minnesota needs just top tier talent. They need top tier talent. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm rambling, but
0: no, um, and I'm going to say they need top tier talent all over their roster. And that includes in the crease i know there are some people out there that are absolutely not at all liking the idea of taking a goaltender but and i know that you you just said that you know if you can get that center take the center but you do think that it is more at least worth a debate to at least think about that uh, that russian goaltender yaroslav askarov
1: yeah i, I do i just think that um I, I think that you know when you have somebody like at. uh Askarov, who is uh, succeeding wildly in really high places as a seventeen-year-old, Joe, Mm -hmm. he uh, he had a 920 save percentage this year at the VHL level. That is that is one level below the KHL, so he is in the second best pro league in Russia, and he's putting up 920. Like for a seventeen-year-old, that's that's absolutely incredible. And I, I think that you know if you have somebody like that with franchise goalie potential. Who everyone agrees is like you know the best goalie prospect of the last 10, 15 years. I know yep. that, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna flesh this out a lot more in an article that I'm gonna write at 10kRinks.com uh, next week. I think it's gonna drop, which, uh, l- like I said, will flesh out this article a lot more. But I-, I think that if you have a chance to get a, a franchise goalie. Mm-hmm. Um And, and you know, a guy who's a, about as high probability as you can get to be a franchise goalie. Ooh, like get that at number nine. Get that with the ninth overall pick. Like that's that's incredible value to me.
0: Awesome. Uh, we also are going to have uh, the bar down Buttes, um, both uh, Alexis Pearson and uh jesse pierce on our show for friday they're gonna record with us thursday night so uh, tune in for friday and we're gonna put a wrap on kind of the wild season then but um i guess i've got a a question i want to ask you in the next segment before that i want to ask both of them too um and uh let's take a break and we'll get to that question kind of about uh just kind of what happens at the end of of a minnesota wild season so let's take a quick break we'll be right back you're listening to locked on wild Welcome back to Locked on Wild. Final segment here for Wednesday. Uh, to- Joe and Tony here from 10krinks.com. If you haven't already liked our Facebook page, it's growing by the minute. Seems like we getting more and more likes now, but you should uh, jump on that bandwagon. Like our Facebook page. Again, we're posting podcasts up there, posting articles. We're also just another great way to interact with your favorite 10K Rinks writers like Tony and I. We'll make so, you a
1: guarantee. If you like our Facebook page, we'll like you.
0: All right. <laughs> That is a uh, you know what I don't know if you can get a better gay Teed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you could pass up a deal like that. Uh, one question that I'm, I'm like I said I'm going to ask both Jesse Pierce and uh, Alexis Pearson on uh, on our Friday show is this reflex that fans have when the Minnesota wild are eliminated. Now I think that this happens on quite a few teams, but because that we follow, obviously the Minnesota wild way more closely and and are more in tune with kind of that fan base. What do you think about this reflex that fans do when they're eliminated about saying we need better players as if to say, nobody's good nobody's salvageable and that we should just try to get rid of everybody and just completely rebuild now obviously like if you haven't been paying attention the wild have been trying to rebuild in a while but i feel like just because uh in a weird postseason where there was only four games to get up for and obviously there's another team on the ice that is also dictating things to happen with a much better goalie than what you had in net like there are things and maybe I'm just making up excuses to try to justify some of the players that I do tend to like, but I think like you have a whole regular season to go off of. Like there are still some good players on this team. What do you think about that reflex? Yeah. I mean, I think there are good players on the
1: team. Um, but like, I think that the, I think that the premise is like, Oh, like Minnesota's not close. Like, I think that that is right. And I think that um, I, I, I think that, you know i i don't I, I saw like some people write like that it was it was disappointing and i it's always disappointing to lose right like i'm not saying that it's not disappointing to lose but like like okay i'll give you i'll give you a concrete example right like absolutely all due respect uh but uh but like uh, uh, in russo's uh rap of the of the series right he i think he wrote that this was like the most disappointing or maybe the most disappointing either effort or loss that he's seen from uh the wild in the playoffs and like i i'm not gonna say it's not disappointing i'm not gonna say that he's wrong but i will say that you know this is a team that like isn't supposed to be there like they didn't belong and they showed that they didn't belong um i don't like i i think it's maybe disappointing that they didn't belong but i i think if you look at it relative to where expectations were at uh in the preseason to where expectations were uh you know a month into the season in November where they were showing you like ah you know this is probably not a playoff team to like everything but like the last month right 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 up till the trade deadline i think that the prevailing thing was ah you know this team just doesn't belong um i think that that is kind of where you need to look at, at at the team is just you know they don't belong in that conversation yet they don't have the talent yet and i i think that nothing really happens until they get the talent now maybe kevin fiala speeds things up uh, a bit um you know he certainly looked fantastic and like i, I think that uh i think that he's largely for real um, mm-hmm. And I think he showed that in the playoffs. I think uh, I think Kirill Kaprizov is going to be real fun to watch, and I'm I'm very excited to see how high his star can go. And um, and I I think that's part of why you know losing the draft lottery was so disappointing because it's like you see pieces like uh, Kaprizov and Fiala, and you're like, okay, cool, we're ready to go. Let's just get that missing piece that uh, that'll really give us the shortcut. And that shortcut didn't come there so this is this was a rebuilding team coming into the year this was a team that probably should have been rebuilding even a little bit more at the deadline than they were and to me there probably should still be a rebuilding team today i don't think that uh i don't think that you know making the playoffs because of a weird quirk in uh not to call a pandemic you know that's killing hundreds of thousands of people uh a quirk but um You know, um, yeah, just just a a weird thing that happened. uh, Shouldn't change the overall picture. This is a team that needs to continue to be adding talent, and uh, they're not going to uh, get over the hump until
0: they do. I'm not saying that. You don't make changes, and you might have to make some decisions on maybe like a Ryan Donato, who you're plastering to the fourth line for some weird reason, and not really giving him a chance higher up in there. And maybe he's got to earn that too. He's definitely, I think he probably does have to earn it in in maybe uh, against a better competition than on the fourth line. You know, you're you've got Jordan Greenway who probably had a a disappoint you know by all accounts and and certainly from my account i think Freeway had a very was disappointing dis- he was, was disappointing.
1: disappointing conan uh Cunning was pretty solid uh, i i think you would go either way on whether eric peck yeah. was disappointing
0: okay so but I do think like okay, so you got to make some decisions on those players and maybe use them in 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 trades and things like that. But I do think that there are some salvageable pieces on this team. Oh yeah, that you can still be excited for for the future, including and I think pieces that-, that are disappointed or that uh, disappointed in the
1: postseason. Like I, I, yeah. I, I'm not ready to to give up on Jordan Greenway. Like maybe in the way that like a lot of people are still kind of holding out on Jordan Greenway. You know. Uh, becoming, you know, a uh, twenty-five goal-scoring power forward, I think that that's over. But as a as a really good defensive winger, like, yeah, like I I still uh, I still believe in Greenway to to do that easy.
0: And maybe I'm just overexcited about like Havana and and Beckman and and, uh, and and those players as well. Uh, eventually coming up, but I do think like I'm. Saying like, look, yeah, clearly they there there needs to be a better player and and some personnel will need to change, but I just I don't necessarily like the reflex to just basically say, Yep, everybody just needs to go. Let's just get rid of them all and every, and just burn the whole thing down. Goaltending definitely like even if you just had league average goaltending, I think this team is a much better team than what they show. Yeah. Uh, um I don't know about much better, but it certainly covers up a lot of deficiencies. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I I have a hard time to uh to say anything but like they're in the middle. I I think like I, I think what I've uh, what I've been saying is that they have the bones of a solid team. Like they have that blue line. They have uh that defensive infrastructure up front. Um mm-hmm. though, you know, who knows what happens to that when uh when Koivu's gone. Like I I believe in uh in sturm based on what i saw i believe in erickson uh and greenway and uh and felino and hartman yeah no that's probably still there but okay um yeah i i don't know like i i don't know it's a, it's a weird team right like they they just need talent like and and that kind of goes back to what i was saying at the draft
0: okay well, the draft is going to be coming up in October. I think free agency is set to take place right after that. So we'll definitely be covering those on 10krings.com when we get closer to that, as well as the lead up to the draft. I think that's you and I, one of our, you and me, uh, one of our favorite times of the year is to kind of get into the, some of the draft prospects and, and, and dig into that. So um, definitely check out 10krings for that, as well as Locked on a Wild. Stay tuned for that as well. That's going to do it for today's show, Tony. Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at OhHiTony. You can find my work at uh, 10KRings.com. You can follow me on Twitter at JoeBoo15 as well as 10KRings.com on Fridays. If you liked today's show, please hit subscribe so your device sends it to you every time there's a new episode without having to do any work. Please leave a review and a rating on whatever podcast service you use. It does help us get found by other wild fans such as yourself. You can follow the podcast on Twitter. Just look up at Locked On Wild. You can also get in touch with us via email if you don't have Twitter. Just email us at LockedOnWild at gmail.com. Please support our sponsors because they support us. Thank you for listening to Locked On Wild. And be sure to check us out every Monday through Friday to stay on top of everything revolving around your team every day.